Kimberly Lovey. You guys, I am finally podcasting without any interruption. I turned my computer on Do Not Disturb. My baby's napping for probably a solid 30 minutes because that's all she gives me. And um, Brian took the kids to camp today. So I am super excited to have a podcast that I can really focus and be with you guys. I felt like my last podcast was great as far as how to create an awesome party for kids, but it's really hard to focus when you've got a new baby in the background, as you guys heard. So anyway, I hope that was still helpful to everybody. And so many of you want to hear about Charlotte's party, the outdoor movie night. So I will definitely dive into that a little bit later, like in another episode. But today's podcast episode is, I wanna talk about how to have a productive day as a stay-at-home mom. Okay, so a lot of stay-at-home moms, a lot of us are actually ex-employees. We are ex-business women. We are accomplished. We are goal-oriented. We are task-driven. A lot of us are. And so in talking to so many of you out there listening, a lot of us have the same struggle with being a stay-at-home mom. There's definitely a lot of pros and a lot of cons to being you know, a working mom versus a stay-at-home mom and kind of somewhere in between. I've kind of played all those sides, but I want to really hone in on the stay-at-home moms that are struggling because we don't ever feel like there is a beginning or end to anything. So you know that feeling when you're at work, okay, because I used to have a huge career just for a little bit of background. Maybe I'll just explain that quickly. I used to have a very robust career. I put myself through business school, got my MBA at USC, had 15 years of finance um, under my belt in management consulting, which is a very, very demanding job. And I was really good at it. And, um, you know, I basically had to choose at some point, I kind of hit a fork in the road. Do I want to continue to focus on my career and travel all the time and be away from my family more? or do I want to lean in hard to my family? So I chose the latter because I just feel like, you know, that's something that's the most important, family first. Okay, that's a whole other episode as to how that all happened and it was very difficult. But anyway, we digress. Okay, so for women like me, I think a lot of us are very task-driven, goal-oriented, and when you become a stay-at-home mom, it's amazing because you never have that feeling of like, oh, I have to attend this meeting with these people I hate or like, oh, I have to like live and die by my laptop or there's so many pros to it that you don't have the case of like the scary Sundays or any of that stuff. It's awesome. But there's also the flip side to the coin, which is you never get that sense of accomplishment. Like, okay, I crushed it at work today. Now I can go home. I can see my husband. I can have a drink and unwind and like celebrate my success or like, totally turn off and you know go on vacation like you don't have that end point really like when you're a stay-at-home mom it's literally 24 7 and I remember hearing that before but I never really lived it um you know like the night before for example I even my baby's sleep trained now but Charlotte woke up at 11:40 because she had to go to the bathroom and needed help 
you know, because she couldn't see basically. And then London was up every hour because she needed her pacifier. And I don't know if she wasn't feeling well or whatever. But, you know, my husband was sound asleep and I was up throughout the night and it was exhausting and it was not fun. Um, and then I still had to be completely functional the next day. It's not like I get to lay in bed all day or something, you know. So with that, I wanted to talk to you guys about what I do to create a system and systematize my day so that I can essentially falsely create that feeling again of like accomplishment as a stay-at-home mom. So I wanna dive into a bunch of my tips right now. So my first tip is, and this is everything that works for me, look, take what you what's helpful to you and leave what's not helpful to you and it's okay if this some of these won't work for you I'm just letting you know what works really well for me okay so if you're a night owl maybe this doesn't work and you find a different system but this is what works for me okay so go to bed early tip one go to bed early so we all know our kids love to get up nice and early and that's kind of not something you can change that much you might be able to get your kid to sleep until like you know from 5 30 in the morning to like 7 but at the end of the day they have to go to school or camp or whatever so that's just something kids get up early by nature i feel like but or not all kids but a lot of kids like charlotte loves to sleep but carter is my early bird but anyway they need to be functional the next day so they need to go to sleep early and what i do is i try and get everything done so that as soon as my kids are down i have maybe an hour until i am sleeping and so i get in bed within 20 to 30 minutes after putting my kids down so um and that gives me enough time to unwind i don't really have a lot of time to watch tv which is fine uh, sometimes I'll sneak it in during the day now, which is weird, but I generally just don't even have that time. And it's totally fine with me because I'm able to unwind in other ways with a book, scrolling on Instagram, whatever the thing is to relax you in your bed at night. And I go to sleep really early. So kids are down. All of my, all of my tasks are done for the day as far as cleaning. I might have to go clean bottles or I might have to make coffee or pump or whatever but for the most part like all the heavy lifting for cleaning and preparing for the next day is already done so I make sure that I get all that done especially during the summer hours when the kids are going to sleep a little bit later I have that extra time because it's light they go to sleep a little bit later during the summer so I really try and use that time and let the kids maybe watch TV for 30 minutes or read when I'm cleaning up the kitchen and getting everything ready for the next day and so that way when the kids are down, I don't have like a pile of things to continue to do. Um, this is really hard by the way to do when you're pumping. That's the one thing that was really hard for me. It was like, okay, I got everything done for the day and now I need to stay up for like another hour to pump. So um, right now I'm kind of winding down some of the pumping or I will just go and pump right afterwards and it will delay me a little bit. But again, just keep your family on a schedule and it really helps you get things done in a way that is efficient and is just smooth for you. So tip one, go to bed early. And why is this so important? It accomplishes really two key things. It gives you that extra pep in your step. So like yesterday when I went to bed early, but then my kid kept me up all night, I mean, I couldn't help that. And I was just dragging all day, it was horrible. But there is nothing like a mom that has had a great night's sleep. So number one, get that extra sleep that you desperately need so that you wake up energized, ready to go. Okay, number two, 
when you go to bed early, it allows you to wake up early enough to have at least a little bit of time to yourself in the morning. And again, my baby, I have a newborn, a newborn baby that gets up early. And so if I can get this done, you guys can get this done too. So basically the baby gets up between 5.30 and 6 in the morning. So I basically will get up just like another 10 minutes early for her and about a full hour before all the other kids. And so it allows me, and hopefully this will allow you to get yourself a hot cup of coffee or tea, take a shower and get yourself started on the right foot for the day. And I think this step is super missed and super important. It's missed very often because we get so focused on getting our children ready for the day that we literally do not have time for ourselves at all. I mean, some days you won't even have a moment to brush your teeth until like an hour or two after you've dropped off your kids. It's ridiculous, you know? And so just getting up early and allowing that space in the morning for yourself to really, you know, unwind, settle into your day, have a minute, it really helps. And sometimes it's an hour that you're able to, you know, curate for yourself. And sometimes it's literally five or 10 minutes. For me, with the baby, it's so much shorter. It's five or 10 minutes and it allows me to go downstairs. I get my coffee, I grab my haka. If it's not ready, I prep a bottle like um, for the next feeding because basically I nurse the baby and then I'll give her a bottle or top her off a little bit before her nap. So I kind of like get the immediate things in order and it's not a ton of time. I get water, I take my lectin pills, I take my placenta pills because they actually help me fight postpartum depression and give me more energy, which is amazing. And so anyway, it gives me time in the morning for myself. I run upstairs and feed the baby, nurse the baby and get her all you know cleaned up for the day. So that's the first tip. Go to bed early so that you have pep in your step and you have time in the morning for yourself. Um, By the way, in the morning for moms and at night, there's what I call a mom rush hour, okay? I don't know why this is never talked about. The mom rush hour is real. So let's like start a a movement. Let's start a movement around the mom rush hour. So if you don't have kids, well, one, you're probably not listening to this, but if you don't and you are listening, don't call a mom during the mom rush hour. They're busy. If you are driving home from work around six o'clock and you have some free time because you're a working mom and that's your free time, I get it, but that's when stay-at-home moms have their biggest time of the day besides the morning. It's the morning and it's at night, the mom rush hour. It's getting the kids out the door in the morning, fed, dressed, and out the door and dropped off at school or camp or wherever they're going. And then at night, it's the same thing. It's cooking for your family. It's prepping the kids to get to bed and all of that. So hot tip, do not call a mom during a mom rush hour. It's just not a good time, just so we are all clear. So the mom rush hour is real. So get yourself up early so that you have time before the mom rush hour fully is in full swing okay cool now oh one other thing i do want to say um moms with kids in school we have a finite period of time to get things done so just like folks at work time constraints by the way we perceive as a bad thing but they're actually a really really good thing and here's why so Have your kids ever slept over at a grandparent's house and you think, oh, I can't wait to get all this stuff done when they're gone. And then what happens? You get nothing done. You have no urgency around your time. You have no time box around your day and therefore you end up wasting time. 
And so the fact that we do have a finite period of time, like a clear set, a clear block of time that our kids are in school um, or at camp or at daycare, whatever the case may be, is a great thing. Now for me, obviously having a new baby, it's a little different, but if you have younger kids or older kids, I mean, that are in some kind of daily activity, you have a block of time and it's a good thing. So I wanna teach you how to lean into that rather than wasting that time because it's super precious, super important. So what you do is once you've kind of done your first step, you've gone to bed early, you've gotten up early, you've carved out a little bit of time for yourself and you've gotten yourself showered and dressed and fed and all that goodness, you need to create your daily to-do list. So I actually create this list during that first step of when I have my free time in the morning, even if it's like literally one minute of time that I have to do this. So I create a daily to-do list and I want you to do the same. So you bust out your phone and in one minute, you just think of all the crap you have to do. Now, no task is too small here. This is important. I want you to put things on there like take a shower, brush your teeth. It sounds ridiculous, but it's important that you literally put every little thing in there so that you can build that momentum, make your bed, you know, whatever your smaller tasks are in the morning, just to kind of get yourself pulled together, put it down on your to-do list because it is super important. And what happens is if you miss those steps, your whole day ends up not happening and unfolding, happening to you instead of you taking control of your day. Okay. So I want you to create your daily to-do list, put it in your phone and make sure you check it off as you go. Why? Is because it gives you that sense of accomplishment and it keeps you on track for not wasting your precious free time. So it can be any to do. It could be literally like, oh, pay the pediatrician bill that we had or call the gardener and tell him about that one plant that died. Any task. It could be set up an appointment for your child. It can be anything. Okay. Um, you know, and I would like in this to-do list, one thing that I like to do that I think is super important is bake in one thing there for yourself, something that gets you excited. So for example, today I wanted to make sure the one thing for myself that I did was make sure that I have a podcast episode that I record. It's really important. It gives me life and I really love it. So my to-do list today was the following. I just pulled this up. This is real. This is not planned. I just randomly did this and now I just decided to share it with you. Number one, get showered and dressed. Number two, exercise. By the way, for me, exercise right now looks very different because I have a baby with me all the time. I don't have a nanny. I don't have any help. My husband's working. So, and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it looks different. If I didn't have a baby at home, I would definitely go play tennis. I'd go to Orange Theory. I'd go on a run. I'd do all these things. Instead, for me, exercise looks like either do something at home, which I really don't like to do, or just go on a walk with my daughter, with my baby, with baby London. Okay. Uh, and also, you know, maybe I bring a friend, so it's a little bit more interesting. But even if it's like literally a one mile walk, it checks it you can check it off, right? Okay, so get showered and dressed, exercise. I have to write and send out the thank you notes for my daughter's birthday. I have to order a present for one of our friends. I have to clean up Charlotte's gift bags. I have to call the pool guy regarding our pool because our pool heater broke. Um, I have to schedule a health check for Charlotte. I need to go to CVS to get razors. I want to book our trip to Orange County and podcast. 
Okay, so that's my to-do list for the day. And right now I haven't done most of it, but I'm gonna get to all of it because, or I'm gonna attempt to get to all of it because it's there. And why is this important to stick to kind of the goals that you set out for yourself? It's because that's the way you build confidence, you guys. Do you know that this is a little hot tip? I feel like as a stay-at-home mom, we lose confidence. And I think part of the reason why we lose confidence is because we lose ourselves and we don't get any kind of external validation. Let's face it, kids, our new bosses, they don't give you that validation. I mean, they do, but it's not, it looks different, right? Like we get it, but it's in a very different way. It's not that your boss is like giving you a performance review and telling you what a great job you did during that amazing you know, presentation. Uh, you know, a kid might just give you a big hug and say, I love you, mommy, you know, something cute like that, but it's just not the same feeling. So I learned this from Ed Milette is that he says confidence is gained through keeping small promises or promises to yourself. Confidence is gained through keeping promises you made to yourself. So this is a really great way to make sure that you are getting that kind of built-in confidence by saying at the end of the day after you've gone through your to-do list and you've actually knocked off a bunch of them you feel that sense of accomplishment it feels good and you might say well I don't have time to do all this like I only have three hours okay I get it well three hours that's plenty of time to get a lot of this stuff done you can definitely take a shower you can definitely take a 20-minute walk you can definitely write your thank you notes for 15 minutes quickly you know you can make a quick phone call to the pool person. You can do a lot of these things very quickly if you're moving quickly. So anyway, I think that this is a really great way to kind of gain momentum and to get into a routine and a rhythm for yourself as a stay-at-home mom. And I'd love to hear what other tips you guys have around this concept. How else are you productive? By the way, another thing you can do is like you can you can watch a show even if it's on your list to watch a show for yourself, you know, or get your nails done. It sounds ridiculous, but yes, it's on your to-do list and it's something that you do need to do or you really want to do. It makes you feel whole. That's okay if it's, you know, getting a blowout at dry bar or whatever the thing is for you, like that's all valid stuff, okay? It's important that we take care of ourselves. So as you're creating your to-do list, do not feel like it has to be stuff for everybody else or for the house. I want you to also prioritize for you, you know, and it can be like pampering or it can be something that just makes you happy. Like I said, for me, it was my podcast today, spending time here with you guys, whatever it is, it's valid, get it done. It could be, oh, you know what I did? You know what I did the other day? This is a total random tangent. I went on Etsy and created our own gift, um, like I guess gift bags. And it says the Lovey family so that when we give you a gift, it says, it's like in a white bag with black writing that says the Lovey family. And I did that on Etsy and it was so great. Or no, I did it on Zazzle, sorry, not on Etsy, Zazzle is the website. I got that from Heather Dubrow. I don't know who she uses, but um, my other friend Gina also gave us a gift and it had her name and it said like love Gina and Coco and I loved it. So anyway, I don't know why I just had to share that with you, but that is so cute. And then we also got like little custom ribbon. How cute is that? So I'm super excited about it. But even, you know, something that you want to do for yourself that you've been meaning to do or for your family like that, like it's all valid stuff. So 
with that, this is a great little mini episode on how to be productive. I'd love to hear the tips and tricks you have to being productive. And I hope that this has been fun. Thank you guys for listening. I love you so much. And please rate me five stars on Apple Podcast and follow me, hit the plus button, share it. And um, thanks for popping in with me and have a great rest of your day. Love you guys. All right, that is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show. You can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories. I will see you again, same time, same place next week. <laughs>